understood it back then, but even more now. <laughs> it's easier to feel it when it's your child. When forever is the only thing you want now. Middleman with the baton, pass it on down. Pass what he gave me to mind in due time. From how to put a fist in the air to shooting five. To how to not give in the fear when the blues arrive. He said my only job was making sure you survived. Duly noted, all the direction that you was throwing. I might not have known where it led, but I knew the motive. So all the conversations that might have turned into more was to keep me from writing from the other side of the wall. My friends never had they pop, so you became it. Yours died when you was a child, so you related. Taught us that everything you are and what comes to you is usually everything that be in front of you believe it young and do believe it superhero dad kicks on now nah, we get and this one is a song for my father let the radio repeat it a song for my father let the radio repeat it a song for my father let the radio repeat it like every day's father's day weekend celebrate it celebrate it celebrate it yeah celebrate it celebrate it day that the baton came to me heart start jumping when your mom came to me and said that you was cooking how was over Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Agitators Asylum. I'm your host, AJ, the Agitated One, and this is episode number eight. So, you know, I want to apologize to you guys for being late. Been a while. Uh, I, I, I recorded one episode last week, didn't really care for it, so I decided to scrap it for a while, and uh, try, I'll, try that, I'll try that topic again later. So I'm back. Today is a very special day. Today is August 7, 2021. Today is actually my father's birthday. So shout out to Albert Jones Sr., Donnie, to the people that really know my pops. You know, happy birthday, Dad. I'm dedicating this episode to you. Hope you enjoy it. You know, hope you enjoy your day. Just talked to you a couple hours ago, man. You were just at home chilling. So hope your day continues to go well. Hope you get to eat good and find something good to watch on TV. Talk to a few people, you know. Chill out and do what you do, man. So... Um, the song that you just heard, my introduction is from one of my favorite hip hop artists right now, been in the game for a while. His name is Sky Zoo, and that that song is called "A Song for My Father," and he dedicated that to his father, of course. And he talked about his um his experience being a father, a uh, a father right now, and it, you know he dropped that last year around Father's Day, and I and I know that first verse, man, kind of describes my pops. You know, a, a good part uh, about my dad is in that verse. So, you know, I definitely want to start off with that. And like I said, I just want to dedicate this episode to my pops, man. So let's get into it. You know, blessed to be here again. You heard me say it before, 36 years. And, you know, thank, thank God. And also a big part of that God, you know, gave me a great father. I'm one of the blessed ones, you know, and not only was he a father to me, he was a father to a lot of people, an uncle, you know, a great cousin, co-worker, whatever, you know, son. And like I said, that verse describes my dad, you know, um, he lost his father when he was, I think he told me, you know, 12, 13, somewhere around there, you know, so at an early age. And he took the lessons from his father and you know, what applied, he, you know, he tried to teach me and my brother, so, and other people. And, it, you know, and um, and then things he learned, you know, my brother's older, so whatever mistakes he made with my brother, he tried not to make with me. And some of the stuff that my brother did, I wish I could have been a part of as well. But 
overall, man, my dad's great, <laughs> definitely great father. Is he perfect? Nah. Is he is he get everything right? Nah. Of course not, man. No 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 man woman has no and ever will. You hope for the best. You hope your children turn out to be great. You know, as and you know, greater than you. And I want the same for my for my children. Um, so growing up, my dad is a a farm kid. He grew up on the farm, so he got to be around the, the fresh fruits and vegetables and learn how to work the land and ride horses and they had go-karts back then and and fish. And, you know, he used to tell me, man, you know, we we, we lived in the country. He showed me the property they used to they used to live on. And on uh, you know the area I used to work in, he said, man, we used to you know he said we used to we from the country, so we were ready to get to town. He said that was that was exciting for us. That's something that we wanted to do. We were ready to get to town. He said all the town kids were ready to come to the country because whatever you live in on a day to day basis, it might be fun to you, might be loving, but you know sometimes you're looking for that different thing. You know, for me growing up, I'm from Enfield, so I look forward to going to Rocky Mountain to be with my cousins. You know, going to the mall, going to the arcade, you know, that stuff was in Rocky Mountain. I didn't really go to run up raps and places like that that much, you know, every now and then. But Rocky Mountain was, that was fun for me. Or when the summer came up, going to Virginia, anytime I went to Virginia was great to me, regardless. But going to Virginia, you know, Newport News and Hampton, that was always fun for me. So that was stuff we looked forward to. And, you know, my dad growing up, it was a village. You know, my dad got eight brothers and sisters, you know, but he got more than that because my grandparents helped raised other children as well and took in other family members and you know he got you know of course you got that many kids you know your you know my my grandparents their siblings had that many kids if not more or less and whatever so it made for a huge family you know so my dad got to be around a lot of people and you know of course the family gets spread out and you know it's a lot of history that's there that as the generations go on you know some people know the history a lot of us growing up like my generation we don't know a lot of that history and it's and it's being lost. And like I said, the family gets so big, you know, you don't know everybody. You don't get a chance to meet everybody. You don't have family reunions like you used to. So my dad tried to instill as, as much of that history as possible. And then sometime when I actually get to sit there with him, when we ain't talking about current stuff, I start asking him, man, yo, how was my granddad? I never got to meet my grandfather. You know, my grandmother helped raise me. You know, she used to keep me when I was a kid. You know, her, my my great aunt used to keep me. My, my you know my aunt Queen, you know, and then my I had a god grandma that stayed right down the street. You know, so like I said, it took a village. You know, I had a lot of people helping me, and then my grandma in Rocky Mountain. You know, so and my aunties and uncles. You know, people looked out for me. You know, so. But I like to ask about that history because I won't there. You know, I'm not gonna know everything that's in his head. He can't remember all of it, or he can't remember to tell me all of it. But he tried to share with me as much as possible. You know, I remember, you know, him telling me, you know, how, you know, your your parents said you to do something one time. <laughs> like, no, that's the only time they're going to tell you. They won't, you know, uh, inclined to repeat themselves. You know, you a whooping coming after that. I got to say it more than once. And you don't move then. So, you know, we were blessed because he tried not to do that. But he meant what he said when he said, like, yo, I, you know, I, I might repeat myself, but I ain't going to keep repeating myself. You know, so I had learned that from him and my mom. Like, you know, we don't play them games. And that's the way they was raised back then. Well, nothing wrong with it. You know, it was, it might have been wrong with some people's methods, but the discipline. You know, you a man or a woman, regardless, you got children, you got to, your children got to grow up 
respecting you. Now, all of us used to grow up saying, yo, I'm scared of my dad. And I said, now, nah, I still like, I'm still scared of my parents. You know, not as much as I was when I was a kid because I'm grown, but still it's a respect level there. Like, it's a fear when you're a kid because you don't know nothing else. You don't really understand respect, but you understand fear. It was a fear that as you get older, you realize, no, it's a respect thing. Because even when I got my dad's size, I ain't never tried my dad, no matter how mad I got. I don't care. Some some cultures, some races, they say, man, that's a that's a, that's a a rite of passage, man. You fight your dad like, man, you crazy, man. My pops worked in a prison. My dad took down guys bigger than him. He had to fight dudes. You know, I don't even know all them stories. I know I heard a few of them. You know, he didn't want to come home and talk about all that stuff. But, you know, he had to deal with people that was, you know, bigger than him and that lift weights and stuff for a living. So he had to be on point. So what you think he's going to do to my little bit tail? Like, man, nah, my dad no tricks and stuff. I ain't trying to have to deal with. I ain't jumping on my paws. I might now. I, I was a mouthy kid in my house. My brother was smart. My brother didn't do that. My brother was quiet. He took whatever they said and he sat there and took it until they told him he can go. Then he'll get going by his business. I had to be the mouthy one. I had to get the last word. Didn't work out for me at all. Either I got whooped or I stayed on punishment a whole lot. Cause trust me, I missed some some phone calls and some everything because I was always on punishment. But but my dad, they my my parents raised me correctly. Did I make some mistakes? Yeah. Did I make some bad decisions? Of course. It's gonna happen. My pops used to tell me, it's no point of teaching you all of these things, sharing all my experiences, disciplining you, telling you how the world is, and then making you stay in the house. He said, how are you ever going to go out and get experience if I don't let you go out? My mom didn't never really want me to go anywhere. You know, I asked him, I go somewhere like, what you need to go over there for? You ain't got no friends. What you talking about, friend? I don't know that person. Who is that person? Where they from? Who their parents? Like, man, I don't know, man. What you asking me for? Like, they're my friends. Like, no, nah, you ain't got no friends. And she was right. I had friends, but everybody I called my friend was not my friend. And I'm, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of the more. I used to be one of the more naive and gullible kids. Anyway, so my mom was right, but my dad still knew. Like, yo, you got to go out here and experience it because you got to learn for yourself. Some of the stuff I, I teach you, you fortunate that I'm able to teach you because when you see it, you know how to get away from it or you know how to deal with it. But he said, some of this stuff I'm teaching you, I'm not going to remember or it's going to come at me differently. I'm not going to see it. It's going to have to happen to me first. And then I'll be like, oh, that's what my pops was trying to tell me. Even if, it, you know, I don't realize it until years later. That's what he was trying to tell me. You know, my mom's wanted to protect me. She didn't want me going nowhere. My dad wanted to protect me too because I can't protect you from everything. So I got to let you go out here and experience it. Now, he wouldn't just let me go with anybody anywhere. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I love, you know, I want you to get out of the house, but you ain't leaving with this person or you ain't leaving with that person. You know, I want you to be careful. Even when I'm grown, he was like, yeah, I don't think you should do that. You know, so I, you know, of course, I make my own decisions now, but back then I had to listen because that's who I live with. You know, well, that's all I was going to go. What I'm going to do, run away? Ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was hungry. I ain't know how to hustle. You know, I ain't know how to fend for myself. I had plenty of places I could have go, plenty of places people I could have lived with, but I mean, they won't take care of me like my parents take care of me or took care of me. They still take care of me now. They still look out for me, but more of my kids now. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I'm blessed because I know everybody don't have that blessing. You know, some people never got to know their parents at all. Some people don't know who, you know, their parents are. Some people just lost their parents, you know, early in life. So, like I said, I always, um, I always knew I was blessed regardless of how mad I got or how mouthy I became. I knew I was blessed. Now, what I hated growing up was people thought that we were rich or people, you know, thought 
I was spoiled now. I, I was spoiled because, like, so my brother's, you know, 10 years older than me. And I was basically in the house by myself, you know, growing up. So, yeah, I mean, I got accustomed to doing a lot of stuff, having stuff to myself. I didn't have to fight nobody for food. I won't, you know, I would wear my brother's clothes because after I got a little, a, a little height on me, you know, me and my brother about the same height right now. So, you know, of course, when I was a teenager, we got about the same height. I would take his clothes that he would leave behind. So I did get, the, you know, that experience. I didn't have to wear his clothes. I just would because he would leave them behind and go buy other stuff. He wouldn't even be thinking about the clothes no more until you saw him on my back. Like, man, that my shirt. You know, so I ain't had to fight nobody in the house, you know, closer to my age because I was taking their clothes. But I still got certain experience. People didn't know, like, you don't know what I went through in the house. You know, that's, you know, I'm like, yo, you think I'm rich? Or you think because where we live, you know, people would see our house. But, oh, y'all rich? I'm like, nah, my dad work in the prison. How much money do you think my pops make? You know, my mom worked, you know, at a factory or whatever. But I'm like, you know, still, they got bills to pay. And we just happen to live in a nice place where my dad take care of it. Because you can live in a nice area still. You don't know what the inside of the house look like. You don't know what kind of budget my parents were working with. But we weren't rich. My dad just had good credit. My parents had great credit. And they took care of, you know, my, they bought the things that they wanted. And they made sure they could pay for them and afford them. And my dad, you know, he, he grew up on the farm. So he know how to do a little landscaping. You know, and whatever he didn't know how to do, he would get somebody else to do it. And that's why the yard looks, and to this day, the yard looks great. You know what I'm saying? Like the flowers all around, brick and you know, pillars and, you know what I'm saying? He just fix stuff up and get somebody to come do it. Make sure it look good. I ain't got to that point yet. I'm, I'm I'm trying to work on it, you know, as far as the outside. But, you know, he taught me. I know how to cut grass. You know, I didn't cut grass enough at home. That's one thing I wish I had done. I didn't cut grass a lot at home. My dad showed me how to cut grass. But he basically did it himself because he kind of, when it comes to that stuff, he's kind of a perfectionist. So even if I went out there and did it, he probably would go out there and do it over because I wouldn't do it the way he wanted me to do it. And it's cool, but he still taught me how to do it. He still taught me how to wash a car. He still taught me how to clean the house. You know, I still don't know how to cook, but my dad don't really cook like that either. On the grill, now he, you know, he, he do his thing. In the house, not so much. You know, so I wish I had spent more time with my mom learning how to cook. I know I cook a few things. You know, I wish I had, um, you know, my dad took me fishing maybe once or twice. I wish I had went more. So I wish I had done more of those, you know, outside activities other than just play ball and you know cause my dad told me how to shoot a little bit i ain't no good ball player but he, like i said i did stuff outside you know and like i said i learned uh, definitely a lot of things there's still some things i wish i had learned i don't know how to drive a stick to this day my dad the last stick shift we had my dad lost in floyd when when the hurricane floyd came through my dad lost that trying to get to work and that was the last stick shift he ever bought so i never learned how to drive a stick shift you know because that was I, you know it was right before i started driving but he would have told me you know, he did teach me how to drive, taught me how to parallel park, all that. You know what I'm saying? I remember getting mad because I'm, you know, because he's trying to tell me, you know, I got all these people outside watching me and they watching me, you know, backing up close to their car. He like, man, don't worry about no people, man. You do what I tell you to do. I'll deal with that, you know, later. You know what I'm saying? You, you chill. You, you, you my son. You know what I'm saying? You worrying about what them other people think. And that was a problem I wish I didn't have growing up, too. You know, I, I cared so much about what other people think. Not saying my mom or dad don't, but... I didn't have that in me when I was in school. You know, I had a few bullies. I I I was scared of what people thought. I, I thought I had to have everything else, you know, the stuff other people had dressed the way they dressed. And, you know, I wanted the best dresses. I didn't ask my parents for a lot of stuff. So I didn't have all the latest shoes and clothes and fashions. And I'm glad the social media and stuff went around, man. I don't know if I would have survived. In high school, all this crazy stuff people be doing now? Nah, I ain't, we definitely didn't need that stuff back then. 
Cause I guess I ain't have a, I ain't, I ain't get picked on a lot, but I got I had, a, I had my share of bullies. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, it won't it won't nothing to drive me and make me want to hurt myself. I just wanted to hurt them. I just never did. You know, my parents used to stand. I'm not saying I don't know how they were when they were kids, but I know my parents as adults. They ain't let nobody mess with them. And I, from the stories I heard, they ain't let nobody mess with them when they was kids. Not saying that they ain't enough that they won everything, every fight, every argument, but they stood up for themselves. I didn't do that as much. I would do it with people I wasn't afraid of, of course, but people that I was afraid of, I had to get like real mad and you had to push me to that limit. You know, so I I, I wish I had asked, you know, asked my dad back then to put me in boxing lessons or do certain stuff. Not saying it's going to make you, you want to fight everybody. I'm saying it would have made me a little bit more, uh, you know, have a little bit more courage if I had to stand up to somebody. You know, you ain't got to know how to fight to stand up to somebody, somebody picking on you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to tell them, like, man, you ain't, you know, I ain't dealing with that. But still, my parents instilled a lot of me. Education was important. My dad would, you know, push books on me. I would read some of them, but I was lazy. I ain't like reading. My dad would, you know, push documentaries and certain, um, um, you know, certain things to watch and and learn from. But I was I wasn't ready. Now I want to know that stuff. Now I look for that stuff. Now that stuff interests me. Back then it didn't. A lot of stuff didn't interest me. I just wanted to have fun, listen to music, go to movies, hang with my friends. I ain't really like doing a lot of necessarily constructive things. But I just I wish I would have learned that stuff. I wish I would have learned how to ride a horse. I wish I would learn how to fish. You know, I wish I would learn how to farm even. You know, so I'm proud of all the people I see out there that, that know how to farm, that know how to fish, that know how to hunt. You know, because you know how to survive. Anything ever happened, guess what? You don't need a grocery store. You know how to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how to do none of that stuff, but my pops, he does. Him and his brothers and sisters, they, you know, they know how to do certain stuff like that. So, that's kind of pops, you know, I mean, the kind of man my pops is. You know, he worked hard. Um, Like I say, he ain't perfect. You know, I can you can ask several people about my dad, you will get a lot of positive reviews, but you also gonna get some negative reviews. There's gonna be everybody don't like my dad. You know what I'm saying? My dad worked when he worked in his job. You know he wasn't popular. He did what he had to do for his job so he could take care of us. Like man, you know I you know, I ain't got nothing to do with you know when we at work we at work. We gonna go by this book. We gonna do this. Like I said, you ain't always gonna be right, but you gotta have a job. You gotta take care of your family. You gotta take care of yourself. You know even. My pops give a lot of advice. I've heard my dad on the phone calling somebody because he needed help with something. Calling one of them 800 numbers or whatever number for, you know, whatever he was trying to deal with at the time, trying to get something done. And he ended up, he could hear how the lady he was talking to on the phone sounded. He ended up helping her. Like, man, you was supposed to be calling her to get help from her from whatever you needed. And you ended up realizing that she won't sound right. You know, and a lot of people joke on my dad about how he talk and, the stuff he say, uh, and we we get good laughs out of it. But overall, pops is I mean great person. And not everybody can say that because I don't heard so many people talk bad about their parents, and you know, and talking about they don't like them, they don't talk to them, and that can easily happen with anybody. You can easily have an argument where you ain't gonna talk to a person ever again, you know. And I'm glad we never had those that moment. You know, we could have had that moment. You know, I'm glad we didn't because, like I said, it's a respect thing. No matter what you don't like what somebody's saying, you know, especially when it comes to your parents or your your elders, you got to show a level of respect. Like I said, I was mouthy, but still I would, I would only go so far. 
like I curse. I grew up listening to all those crazy comedy, you know, comedies and 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 rap songs and you know some R and B songs and and listening to my uncles and aunts and cousins and everybody talk and all different races and stuff. So it ain't just coming from rap music. I remember I started cursing around second grade, like really started cursing, and I've been cursing ever since. I don't curse all the time a lot, but um, and I don't know. My mom heard me cursing one time when I was in the Navy. I had I had a, um, my first cell phone, and I had my earpiece in, and me and my homie and a couple more of my um, Navy buds were coming from the movies, and I had my earpiece set on answer after like five seconds, like automatically answer after like four or five seconds, and I don't know why I did that, but I guess I, would, I, I thought I would have it in my ear, but of course in the movies, I still had it plugged up, but I didn't have it in my ear, and I didn't feel it vibrate, and some said, man, put your earpiece in, because I had it like connected to my shirt, and I, and I, and I put the earpiece in. And I was like, hello? And my mom was like, boy, that's you cursing like that. And I said, no, mama, no, 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 that ain't me. I said, that's that's just the other people. And she said, boy, that's you. She said, boy, I ain't know you curse like that. But, you know, I was in the Navy. I was a sailor. I cursed. But, and that's the only time, like, my, I think the only parent ever really heard me curse. I think I cursed one time talking on the phone with my mom and dad when I was in the Navy. I, didn't, I almost forgot who I was talking to because I was talking about something I was upset about. And I cursed, and my mom, my mom was like, huh? Because she called it. And my dad, he didn't really say nothing, but I didn't let it go no further than that. I was like, uh, I ain't going to say nothing else. But my dad don't think he ever really heard me curse, you know. And I don't curse around my parents. Man, I just really started drinking around my parents. I still don't drink around them like that. But I don't curse around because I said if I curse around you, eventually I'm probably going to curse at you. So I just learned how to, um, you know, I learned how to talk around people. Same thing if like you go to an interview. I'm not going to talk the slang and stuff that I talk when I go to an interview. I kind of do the same thing around my parents. I don't suppress my personality, at least not a lot when I'm around my parents. I just don't say certain things to them or around them or do certain things around them. Hey, man, fake is a res it's respect. Now, I'm saying that's that's the way I do stuff. I'm not mad at nobody who does that stuff around your parents. That's the relationship you got with your parents or your grandparents or your aunts and uncles. I don't do that. I just don't do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might drink around my uncles and stuff. Like I said, I'll drink around my parents. Now, me and my mom, you know, recently shared a glass of wine. You know, we shared, you know, some wine together or whatever like that. We can, we can do that. I'm grown. You know, now I just, I still ain't going to be cursing around my mom. You know, she can curse. <laughs> but you know my pops you know he cursed a little bit but it's a respect thing man respect i got for my elders like i said i'm not perfect you know I, i'm gonna say stuff sometimes i ain't supposed to say but overall i got respect for people and my dad you know he does too you ain't gonna run over my pops and thank you all you got another thing coming um people be on the phone or be in person talking to my dad he was like yeah they mad at me he said, because I told him the truth. Or he told him, you asked me a question. He's he going to tell you the truth. You ask him a question, he's going to tell you the truth. He said, yeah, they're a little warm with me because I told him the truth. But he said, they, you know, they'll be back. And they always come back, you know, because, you know, he got some real friends and family members and stuff. You're going to upset people sometimes. That's how life works. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, I don't know, man. Like I said, my dad, you know, I remember growing up, my pops uh, bought me go-karts. So I did. We had the off-road go-karts, man. So... You know, so shout out to my friends Landis, my Uncle Bai, my, my cousin Stan, uh, anybody that rode the go-karts. Uh, might have been my cousin Kurt, I don't know, but, you know, a few people rode them, so we would go certain places. My Uncle Joe had some property, and we would go out in the country and feel a ride, and then we also had this little spot in Drake's, uh, well, Drake's community in, in, um, in Bricks. 
um, between Whitaker's and Enfield, we would go ride. So, man, we had some good times on things, man. So I got a little country boy experience. Like I said, not a lot. I ain't never ride four wheelers and dirt bikes, but you know, my friends had them, so we would all get together sometimes and um, and ride, you know. But that was fun times. My pops used to go with us to the movies. And as I got old, I started like coming into my personality, and it's not always good. And you know how you know how when you were a teenager, you know your parents, you start smelling yourself, and your parents kind of start cramping your style, kind of get on your nerves a little bit. And I would be, my dad would always, you know, make sure me and my friends could go out, and we would go to the movies, and go hang out certain places. If we went to the movies, my dad would want to go too, cause he dropping us off. But one day, I made a point to say when I. He was he was dropping us off in the front. He was about to go park. And I said, all right, Dad, I'll holler at you about two hours or I'll holler at you, you know, after the movie or whatever. And I closed the door. He said he ain't he ain't heard nothing. I only think he said he he didn't hear the door close or something, because he said it, it, it kind of hurt his feelings, but it made him proud as a man that I was growing up. But it kind of hurt his feelings because I, you know, he thought he was coming in. I said, all right, Dad, I'll holler at you. You know what I'm saying? And he went on by his business. So he was like, he, he kind of cried on the way home. He did that parent thing. And I probably was being a butthole when I did that. But I just wanted to hang with my friends. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you just you just need that break. Like I need that separation, man, so I can be me. You know what I'm saying? So I probably was cursing and talking about girls and talking about whatever and doing and doing whatever and wilding out. So I'm like, man, I yeah, you know, you can't be around for all this, man. You got to chill. You know, same thing happened when I had my bachelor party. You know, he was like, man, why you invite me and your Uncle Dennis? I was like, man, we, we went down to Atlanta, and I was like, man, I just didn't, you know, I was like, man, I ain't feel comfortable, because I was like, I ain't going to wild out the way I, you know, I won't wilding out crazy, but I'm like, yo, I ain't going to feel as comfortable, you know, doing going to places that we were going, and you being around, I'm like, yo, you went to my brother's bachelor party, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, he a little bit older than me, and he ain't care, you can do, do what he do anyway, you know, I did, I was like, you know, ain't that, you know, it, it was just weird, <laughs> I just thought, I was like, nah, man, not this time, you know, you can hang with me somewhere else. But, you know, I was like, I ain't trying to hurt your feelings, man. But I tell my wife that all the time. Sometimes you got to have that separation when it comes to certain stuff. You know, like I ain't going to, you know, certain friends don't come to certain places with me. Just like my friends got their own life, too. They don't, they don't invite me to everything. Just because we closed don't mean you're going to invite me to every family event or every time you hang out with your friends. Because I might not mix with that crowd. Or, you know, sometimes you just need a break from somebody. You got to understand it. And that's all it was. I was just, I was just growing up. You know, my kids going to do it to me. My wife tell me all the time, like, you better spend time with them now. Because when they get older, man, they ain't going to want to hang with you like that. And you gonna, your feelings going to be hurt. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you know. So it's something to, something to learn from. Um, like I said, Pops was real heavy on education. You know, like I said, he tried to push them books. I remember one time I was struggling with um, my Module 2 or Algebra 1, I think. Y'all remember anybody went with me to... Um, Nat Central Junior High when it was a junior high school. I was good on the first one, my one module one. I was good with module three, but module two was giving me giving me trouble, and I needed help. And my dad was like, "Won't well, you ask your teacher to stay out of school with you and help you?" I was one of the kids I was not responsible, and I would like be afraid to ask people for help sometimes. So I kept neglecting to ask my teacher for help. So I remember I stayed out of school one time. I don't know if I ever told my dad this. I stayed out of school one time. Like, I asked somebody for help. I walked around the school until my dad came to get me. I never asked my teacher for help. And then, I'm going to tell you, right at the last minute when my dad was supposed to come get me, it was a teacher there helping some. It was another teacher there that I didn't know. And he was doing, like, similar math problems on the board in his classroom. 
And I remember I was about to go in there and say, hey, man, you know, you help. Can you help me? I never asked to do it. I kind of watched what he was doing for me. And I went on about my business. And I said, man, I should have asked him, man, can you help me? And my dad came to get me. And I remember getting in the car. And he was like, how I go? I said, yeah. He said, you learned things? I said, yeah, yeah, it went good. And luckily, I guess I passed module. Of course, I passed module two. And I moved on. But I, I never actually got that help that I needed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I was one of them kids. Most of the time, I was just trying to make it to them classes, man. So, Pop, sorry about that, man. I never actually got the help I needed with that subject. Um, I used to do stuff like, man, like if you had to bring some paperwork home to be signed, or for a trip or something, I, I would hold on to the paperwork because I would forget. Like I said, I wasn't that responsible as a kid. I, I was a procrastinator. And then at the last minute, I, I presented my mom and dad with the paper. And they was like, man, why you didn't give us this when you first got it? And I was like, I told y'all. And they both looked at me like, uh-uh, we ain't pinned up with that line stuff. So I got on punishment for that because I, I act like I told them something that they forgot. And they didn't forget. No, I forgot. I was being lazy. I don't know why I'm like that. I have no idea why. I was like that. I'm still kind of like that sometimes. I mean, I'm way more responsible now. But, you know, sometimes you just got that procrastination in you and you just wait to do stuff. I have no idea why I was like that. I just would wait. Like, dude, just go ahead and take care of it and get it out of the way. I don't know why I was like that. But um, I definitely didn't get that from my parents. One thing I did. I stayed in my room watching TV too much. I remember that. I used to be in my locked room, locked away in my room so much, watching too much TV when I should have just been reading books or, or, or getting cool um, with the people that was really out there doing stuff. I had a friend, McKeith. Hustler, always been a hustler since we were kids. Hustler, man, that dude had video games and, and vending machines and stuff when we was in high school. He already was learning how to make money. I ain't talking about just all about making money. I'm talking about you got people out there that's really making moves. You got to take advantage of that. Somebody know how to do something. You ask them how to do it. You figure out how to do it. You know, I, I realized, you know, when I need to help with something, my pops, my mom's is there. But my dad, it be on it. If something got to be taken care of, my dad was like, all right, come on. My military stuff. My dad helped me get, like, the, the, the military benefits and stuff I got. You know, man, my dad helped me with that stuff. You know, because if it wasn't for him, my procrastinating until I wouldn't have got it done. So I'm learning because I said my kids going to grow up. And when my kids, if they want to go to college, if my kids want to buy a car, my kids, you know, if they get into trouble, hopefully not. But if they get into trouble, I got to know how to help them. I got to know if they get in trouble in school, I got to know the policies and procedures in school. Or I need to have a good lawyer or a good friend or somebody that know, you know, but I need to know some of this stuff for myself so I can help my kid. Like, no, nah, that's not right. You know, because if somebody tell you something and my dad was real big on that, he said, you need to read. Somebody put a piece of paper in front of you and tell you to sign it. He said, if you sign it, you don't know what you signed. And guess what you just did? You just signed your life away. You don't even know it. He said, you got to read this stuff you signing. Don't let no, he said, don't let nobody just tell you anything. You know, if you, you need to find out information for yourself. Don't let nobody steer you in the wrong direction. Because a lot of people will say stuff to you because they don't know. And they ain't trying to, and, they, and if it's their job to find out, you make sure they find out. Don't just let them tell you anything. You know, and if they do tell you something, you know it ain't right or you feel it's not right, you tell them, hey, show me that. Show me that policy and procedure. Or show me that, that the proof or show me that information so I understand what you're saying. Because people tell you anything just to get rid of you. So that's one thing my dad was real big on, man. He was like, man, somewhere that's written down. And, you know, some people get to the point and get to the mood where they're like, this is the way we've been doing it for years. Just because that's the way you've been doing it don't mean you're doing it correctly. You know, we we all do stuff like that on our jobs and 
you know, when you start, I mean, okay, simple example, you play the game of Uno. How many different people are from different states or different cities, different parts of the world, you play Uno with and they got a different set of rules than you? And they ain't, they're not going by the rules that's in the rule book. They're going by their rules because it make the game more fun. And you saying that thing in this rules, I'm like, man, this ain't the way I play. And then you go read the rules like, man, you ain't supposed to be doing that. But you're like, yo, you here with us. This is the way we do it. So I'm just a simple example of how people do stuff in life, period. And stuff they ain't, you know, <laughs> you know, on jobs, on at school, whatever. You're like, man, at, at a park, they'll tell you, man, this is the way we've been doing Then You're like, man, go get me your positives and procedures. And they go get it for you. Like, nah, that's exactly what I just said. We ain't supposed to be doing this this way. So my dad big on that, heavy on that. Heavy on watching the news. Heavy on staying up to date on stuff. So, definitely, definitely, definitely. Like I said, my my, my pops, man. Um, love to talk. People love to joke about my dad because he can talk, talk, talk. And I get it from him because my wife look at me and be like, man, you talk. Oh, you talk just like your dad or your mom. And, um, yeah, my dad, you know, you, you be around my dad, you better be ready for a conversation. You better have some time on your hands. You know, my dad ran into plenty of my friends and, and cousins and whatever and they be like man yeah i saw your dad the other day i said how long y'all talk you know some it ain't always long but when people realize that's my dad like i ain't know you that's your dad man your dad's so cool a lot of people love and respect my pop you know and, that, and, that, and that's a blessing you know because i got a lot of the same uh attributes and uh and um i might not always be able to as easily talk to people as my dad but i got that in me you know, because some of my friends will hang with me and be like, man, you know everybody. Like, nah, man, it's just a good day. <laughs> I just happen to be running into people today that I know. So, but, you know, when you get to know me, you know, you know I talk your head off, too. So that's what some of my friends don't answer the phone when I call Because <laughs> they know they better be ready for a conversation. <laughs> um, oh, man, I can go on all day, man. I ain't even, I ain't even got into nothing real deep. Like I said, just more of a shout out to my pops, man, for his birthday. Uh, man, shoot. I mean, anybody out there know my dad, man. You know my dad, cool people, man. You know, people see my dad, they be like, man, your dad's so cool, man. He be having on like some, some, you know, Jays. Like my dad won't have on like the retro Jordans, but he'll have on like certain types of Jordans and tracksuit or something. Or he, if he get dressed up, he got on the bow tie and the, you know, whatever, you know, got on the the the, the suit. You know, my dad clean, got his hair cut. You know, they were like, man, your dad's so cool, man. I was like, hey, man, you know, you know how my dad is, man. Then he driving a nice car. They were like, man, I'm trying to get that car off your dad, man. Let me know if he's trying to sell it. I'm like, man, you might as well forget that. But, yeah, man, it was always, you know, you know, it ain't always. It's, 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 it's cool, you know, that other people see it that way. And I see it that way, too, I'm saying. But, you know, when you grow up with somebody, you know, you be like, you see all of it. So, you know, you'd be like, yeah, cool, man. You know, pop, pop's cool, you know. Um, and like, so I'm glad people see him, you know, like being around him and, and can get advice from him. And people call my dad. People like, man, you know, people forget my dad's number sometimes. Like, yo, I need to talk to your pops, man. I'm having an issue. That, that feel good, you know, that other people look at him that way. I ain't never been mad at nobody, none of my cousins or or anybody that, I had to share my dad with because at one point I didn't appreciate my dad the way I um I, I should have. You know, and somebody else did. You know, but 
it was just me growing up and like I said, smelling myself and feeling certain type of, you know, feeling certain type of ways because you're a kid, that's your parent. You know, that's somebody you're around all the time. So we all we all, you gonna get on you can get on each other's nerves and stuff. So but I didn't mind that a few of my cousins looked at my dad like he was their dad. Like, I, you know, that don't bother me. You spend time with somebody else, you know, because he never neglected me. You know, the way I was treating him at one point, he looked at me. He was like, man, he said, you you know, you act like you don't appreciate stuff, man. He said, if I go start spending time with another little boy or somebody else, you know, how you going to feel then, you know. So, you know, I, I started thinking about that. Like, yeah, I, I get it, man. You know, I said, I ain't going to be mad, mad, But I said, I guess if he started treating me the way I was treating him, I was like, yeah, I would feel a certain type of way. Um, but, like I said, I, I was always... um. You know, when I grew up listening to, the, you know, listening to rap music, uh, most of the guys that rap, they talk about how their dad won't dare. And, you know, I couldn't relate to those songs. I would sing the lyrics with just as much passion as the the artist that was delivering it. But I was like, hey, I didn't have the issue growing up. I was I was blessed and I always realized that, you know, so it's good to hear from an artist like Sky Zoo when he, you know, he bigging up his father. You know, it ain't all about the moms or it ain't all about your dad. You know, being alive but not being there, or you know, or not you know, or being or passed away. So I, I was fortunate enough to be able to you know find a song that matched you know how I feel about parenthood and how I feel about you know my dad. So man, I hope you know I definitely hope y'all enjoy this episode. Like I said, I definitely can go on and on and on further and further and further into this man. But I just want to like I said again salute my pops, man, and I'm a. Close this episode with again saying happy birthday. Hope you enjoy your day. I will be talking to you again. This is the Agitators Asylum, episode eight. Until episode nine, I'll see y'all. Peace.